This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. It's The Drop Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the Blues-Blackhawks game. Game number 81 of the season. One game left after this one against the Avalanche. I've been hearing some really stupid things about this game. Oh, it's not a must win. The Blues don't need any points out of it. Yeah, it would be nice, but if they just beat Colorado, they'll be in. You know, this game's not important. Bullcrap, this game's not important. This game was very important because if they win this game and San Jose beats the Avalanche, which they did last night, the Blues would be one point ahead of the Avalanche, and the Blues would be in a much better position. But no, people just fail to see it was a must-win game, and it was important, because when you win, you put yourself in charge of your own destiny. Those people that remark that, that's just a stupid remark. I'm sorry. I normally don't call people out on that stuff. The Blues needed this game, and they got it. Carter Hutton would come in and play a very, very good game. Wasn't really tested. Not a lot of pressure on him. Didn't have to make a lot of great saves. He just made the saves he needed to, and the Blues would win this one 4-1. The hero of the game who got the Blues going in the scoreboard would be Patrick Berglund. This would be the first goal of the game and the first of his hat trick for the night. On for Brodziak. Puts it back for Edmondson. Wrist shot. Tip. They score! I think Berglund in the deep slot, and the Blues take a 1-0 lead. It all starts with a good pass from Alexander Steen behind the net, and he finds a way to get it on the tape to Drodziak, and then Drodziak does a nice job of protecting, playing it back to the defenseman Edmondson, who just fires that on net, and Berglund has been really working hard on that high slot redirection, and again this morning at Skate, doing that time and time again, this was more of a high slot tipping. It's always big for the Blues to go up one to nothing in a game. And Patrick Berglund, who's been very hot in the last three weeks, gets his 15th goal. Edmondson gets his 10th assist. Brodziak gets his 22nd assist. With just a minute and 43 seconds left in the first, at the 18-17 mark, the Blues are up one to nothing. The Blues played pretty good in the first period. And, you know, it wasn't great, but they played pretty good. They outshot the Blackhawks 10-5, to and they got the only goal. Everyone wants the Blues to really show that they're starting to gain some momentum. They're trying to push themselves into the playoffs, start scoring some more, because if they get into the playoffs, they're going to need more scoring than what they've been getting lately. So in the second period, there would be no goals. Carter Hutton made a couple good saves. The Blues did outshoot Chicago 9-7. to So after two periods, the Blues are out shooting the Blackhawks 19-12. to Going into the third period, the Blues played better than they did in the first period, I thought. But it would be the Blackhawks that would get the first goal of the third period. Eric Gustafson gets his fifth goal, and we are tied at one each. Eight minutes and eight seconds into the third. Looking for Patrick Kane. Where's Sharp? The pass across for Gustafson. Let's go! Eric Gustafson set up by Patrick Kane. Snapped it short side. And this one is tied. Well, one of the few times the Blackhawks have attacked the Blues' blue line with speed. 
And as a result, they back the D off. He finds the fourth man coming. That's Gustafson. Boy, they've got great chemistry. This time, Gustafson puts it behind Carter Hutton. Chicago gets back in this game with an early third period goal by Eric Gustafson. That's Gustafson's fifth goal of the year, set up by Patrick Kane and Schmaltz. Kane gets his 48th assist. Schmaltz gets his 31st assist. One apiece, guys. The Blues needed a quick response after this, and that's exactly what they got. And they got it from the hero of the game, Patrick Berglund. The rest of the third period, in my mind, would be dominated by the Blues. In fact, besides that Berglund goal that gave them the 2-1 lead, Schwartz would get a goal, and then Patrick Berglund would ice it with an empty net goal to finish the Blues scoring up on the night and give them a 4-1 win. So we've got a brand new game now. Bortuzzo, the drive, rebound, they score! Berglund again! Out of midair! And the big bird dog, as you call them, gives the Blues a 2-1 lead. Just like that. Boy, does he love playing in this barn. What a counter. After a goal against, we had a shot of the bench. Looked like the boys with the blue note were a little down. They come right back out there with a great shift. And this line has been very, very good. Steen, Brodzak, and Berglund. Brodzak in front of the net. Steen goes to the front of the net. The shot deflects off a body. And the big paddle of the blade there by Berglund. And the goaltender, Barube, to play this one. Shane comes in, stole it. Wide open, Schwartz shoots. He scores! Schwartz from the slot makes it 3-1. to one, And that's a huge goal for the Blues. Boy, he's had a lot of chances in this game. He's looked up to the skies a few times. But uh, great forechecking work by Braden Shen. It looked innocent enough the entire play and sequence. The goalie plays it to the defenseman, Keith. Shen's already there, picks it off beautifully. Both defensemen aren't quite alert. The forwards don't see Schwartz, and Schwartz just hammers this one in the net with a quick big one for the big fella. Played his best hockey of the season right now. And he'd love a hat trick. He gets it to the line, bounces, and he gets it. Big guy from Sweden gets his third. Great that he's on the ice in that moment as well, identifying that. New grin on the face of Mike Yo. Now they can regroup and get on that plane and get themselves ready for the big matchup, the heavyweight bout tomorrow Patrick night. Patrick Berglund, who took off uh, a little over five months of the season, basically, has just come alive lately. And the Blues need a player like that to do that. That goal that made it 2-1, to one, that was Berglund's 16th of the year. Brodziak gets his 23rd assist. Bortuzzo gets his 9th assist. That was at the 8-minute, 24-second mark of the third. The next goal of the game would be by Jaden Schwartz, his 23rd of the year. Shin gets his 41st assist. And then Berglund adds that empty netter at the 1849 mark to get his hat trick and his 17th goal of the year to give the Blues a 4-1 to win. But yeah, guys, they really did need to win this game. Shots on goal, 35 for the Blues, 20 for the Blackhawks. Face-offs in favor of the Blackhawks, 52% to 48%. Both teams had a power play opportunity. Neither team could capitalize on that. The Blues out hit the Blackhawks and were more physical, 24 to 8. Blocks pretty even, 20 for the Blackhawks, 19 for the Blues. Giveaways, the Blackhawks had 9 and the Blues had 2. Let's go ahead and get to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from the hero of the game, Berglund, and Carter Hutton, who had a pretty good game. Like I said, didn't have to play excellent, but made the saves he needed to to give the Blues a 4 to 1 win. And then lastly, we're going to hear from Mike Yo on this win and, of course, moving forward to play the Avalanche tonight. Seems like you uh, you like this building. You had the game winner here not that, that, that long ago. Yeah, I don't know what's that all about. I'm just uh, just very happy that we got this win and, uh, you know, walking into Colorado feeling good. I think the name Hattrick Berglund is starting to circulate on Twitter. What do you think of that one? I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe that. It doesn't happen very often. 
Rodzie said he's going to give it to you a little bit, that empty netter. said he got a couple of lucky bounces on that one. Oh, I sure did get about 100 lucky bounces on it, so I will, I will take it. Bergie, how important was that when they tie the game up? Looks like going to get some momentum again, and then you answer right back the way you did. I mean, it was obviously really important. I mean, it's a very big game for us, so, uh, you know, it's good that we came back right away, and then um, Shannon made a great play to sports for, for that third one. After that, we... Uh, you know, felt like we definitely controlled the game more. Mike was just out here complimenting you, saying you put in so much hard work after the healthy scratch to get back to this level. Can you just talk about going through that and what you did? To Basically what he said, he just uh, kind of put in more work in the gym, put in more work, uh, you know, on the ice, a little more work uh, before and after practices. And, you know, just trying to find, uh, you know, find your confidence, you know, shoot more pucks, do all that stuff. And, you know, I, I truly believe, too, that hard work pays off. So, you know, that, and that's all I could do at that time. So, um, you know, I'm happy where, I'm at, where I am right now, and uh, hopefully I can keep going. Second goal, was that just instinct, you know, pouncing on that? Uh, it's just, a, you know, a bounce. I'm, we all go to the net, and you know, the puck came right on my stick, so open it. Yeah, I don't know. I thought we did a really good job, battled. You know, I thought the goalie played really well. And then, uh, you know, it's one of those ones I thought he made a bunch of timely saves and then they get one on me and, and then we go get one right back answer. And then I think for me, I make a big save on Sharp. I think for me that's kind of like a turning point in the game. Then we go score, right? So it's one of those ones that uh, you remember. You know, sometimes it's not how many you make, it's the timely ones. And uh, tonight was just a battle for me, I think, mentally just, you know, and I think I did a good job. Um, truthfully, I, I didn't love the goal. I kind of got caught cheating a bit, but... You know, it's also been how long since I played, and so you know, I, I think there's a lot of positives I can take out of it. And uh, for us, I thought we played a great structured game. Uh, you know, especially it's what we're going to need heading into tomorrow. So to answer as quickly as you guys did after they tied, I mean, was that really a relief for you and just just a boost for the team in general? Yeah, you know, really, like for me, I just try to refocus. You know, get back into it. But for the team, I think it was one of those, we kept getting chances, getting chances, and I thought Burby played great, and then uh, we were able to get another one in there off a rebound, and uh, you know, Berglund obviously gets a huge one, and then Schwartz, he ices it there, makes a three-one, and. You know, they make their push at the end, and, and we, we hold them off. You said it was a battle just because you hadn't played in a while, or for other reasons, or yeah, just yeah, I haven't played, I haven't played in a while. You know, you're just getting back on the floor of things, right? Um, you know, but I, I, I honestly felt great. I, uh, you know, I, I thought there was, this, you know, it wasn't a ton of like work, but I, I thought there was just some pretty good grade A chances that I made some good saves, and uh, you know, I thought I had settled in there playing the puck a little bit. That's something you kind of get a little more patience the more you play. And, and I thought they did a great job eliminating second chances. And, uh, you know, they got some guys that can buzz and, uh, you know, our D did a great job today. Did, uh, was there a point where you felt comfortable or? Uh... Yeah, right from the start, I felt good. I, f I felt good for weeks. I felt good all year. You know what I mean? I, you can you can control your mind. You can do anything you want. So, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, for me, I always try to be upbeat and work hard. And uh, I get a lot of confidence in the way that I prepare myself. So tonight it was just uh, another game, you know, and I just went and did my thing. Murder, could you envision this? It's game number 82 tomorrow. You got a one-point lead with everything on the line. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, uh, you know, to, to think it would work out this way, you know, we're playing Colorado for all the marbles tomorrow. And uh, it's awesome. You know, it's, it's something that uh, it's great for the game. It's, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to it. Spurs said he didn't really like the goal that he gave up and could have given them some momentum, but how, how key was that to answer right back as quickly as you did? Well, yeah, to do that. And then he made a huge save uh, when it was 2-1 as well, the one-timer in the slot. So uh, uh, that's what you like about him. He's, he's hard on himself. And uh, uh, But I thought that considering how long he's been out for, he did a good job for us tonight. Your game in general, it didn't seem like you gave him a whole lot. And it, 
caliber objects like we, we just played a good smart road game yeah so. yeah that that was that was obviously the focus here tonight we knew we needed a, a sort of a, a, a defense first mentality um, they're, they're so dangerous they, some of the players they have out there obviously uh, um, Kane sharp those guys were uh, I thought that they were a threat but we we were on guard against it all night and did a pretty good job managing the puck have work to do tomorrow, but just what does this win mean for you and for the team tonight? Well, it clears the picture. Like you said, there's work to be done, So, um, but now we know what we need for tomorrow, and uh, and obviously that's going to be it's going to be an intense hockey game, but um, you know what? Your whole life you know, when you play the game, when you're on the outdoor rinks, when you're um, you know playing road hockey, whatever, these are the games that you dream of, and so as a player you really have to embrace that and get excited about it. Mike, some people have pointed out the similarity of you when you were with Minnesota going no, I, I, to be honest with you, I haven't even thought about that. I mean, that, we weren't playing that team. We weren't trying to get in against that team. Uh, obviously, this is a different time. So, uh, um, but you know what? It's uh, when you when you have to win your last game. Obviously, it's intense. There's lots of pressure. Um, and like I said, I just uh, I hope our, our guys embrace that because it's uh, it's going to be a fun game. Berglund's really come on almost since he sat out that that one game. Do you think that had it? Impact on well, I think you know what I, I give Bergie an awful lot of credit. Um, we we spent some time talking about that, and he took a lot of ownership. Um, and uh, and you know, one of the things that that deserves mentioning is, and it's a good lesson for a lot of players. You know, obviously he didn't have a lot of confidence at that time, but what he did was he went on the ice for every single optional skate. He went on early every single day. He stayed on late every day. He put the work in, and uh, you know that was uh, that was why he got his confidence back. And I'm happy to see a guy like that, you know, puts in that work, get rewarded. Mike, a veteran guy could kind of go the other way with something similar to that yeah, but well, it says, you've, says, you've, says a lot about him it says a lot about the the person he is the character that he has so uh, again uh, happy for him it, those aren't easy decisions you know at the time he was struggling or you know uh, whatever for, for the reason we brought him out it's not because we think that he didn't care he, he just wasn't on top of his game and it was a it was a chance for him to reset and uh, and he and he did he, he, he handled it the right way did you like that line in particular? Some of the things that Brodziak did yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, I th they're really solid for us. Really solid for us. That's what that's what they've been doing. They they actually could have had a couple other goals uh, tonight in the game, but they they were doing it the right way. Just as far as their their sort of uh, approach to how they were defending and countering, and uh, just hard to play against. If you were a fan, would you be enjoying this game 82 for all the marbles? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a coach, and I'll be enjoying it. You know, it's. Uh, it's obviously there's lots of drama here, lots of excitement. There's gonna be lots of hype around it. So um, you know it's gonna be, it's still gonna be a tough test. That's the thing we got tonight. But uh, who knows what time we're gonna get in? Uh, they're sitting there, they're rested. Obviously, that's a team that's had a lot of success at home. So um, we still have a lot of uh, a lot of work to be done here for us to to, to accomplish our goal, of getting to the playoffs. Well, I certainly hope they do accomplish that goal of getting to the playoffs. It's just really sad that it's come down to one game tonight against the Avalanche. Six to nothing loss to the Coyotes Saturday. Monday, four to two loss to the Capitals. And then that devastating last second goal by Duncan Keith to give the Blackhawks a win at four to three. By winning the Chicago game, they would have been in the playoffs. But it's going to come down to this one game, and I, I just hate that because I'm not quite sure which Blues team is going to show up. I, I'm just not. I will say one thing, and I, I know I'm right on this. This needs to be a two to one game, one to nothing game going into the third period for the Blues to have a chance to win this game. If the Avalanche score more than three goals, actually I think if they score three goals, they're going to win this game. This game's going to be a one to nothing game, two to one game, or it's going to be a three to one or four to one game Avalanche. It could even be worse than that. It could be a six to one game. 
a 5-2 game. But the Blues have to keep it low scoring to have a chance to win. If the Avalanche get 3-4-5 goals, this game's done. I'm really hoping they can show up, but I'm just not quite sure what they're going to. Jake Allen is going to play from what I understand. And I think he'll somewhat redeem himself from some of his recent play. But as you guys know, not all his losses are his fault. And if you haven't heard my uh, reasoning behind that, listen to the last episode. The episode uh, that I had after the last uh, loss to the Blackhawks, the 4-3 to last second loss. I'm not going to go into the segment question of the drop because I've just got a ton of questions that have to do with season-ending stuff. What's going to happen if they don't make the playoffs? How do you see them playing against the Predators if they make the playoffs? And I'm going to wait to answer a lot of those questions either after a win by the Blues tonight or I'll kind of go into them at my season-ending podcast. So everybody look forward for that. Let's cheer the Blues on, hopefully to a playoff berth, and see what they can do. I'm not feeling good about this game. I don't have a lot of confidence, but I hope I'm wrong. I think uh, tomorrow we're going to be looking at the Blues being out of the playoffs. But maybe I'm wrong. We'll just have to see. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. I am your humble host, Lance Descott. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are great with your emails. I like interaction with you guys, and I appreciate it. Until next time, stay happy. Have a great weekend, and that weekend starts with a Blues victory, hopefully. But I would understand if it's a bad weekend if they lose. But until next time, let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lansd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.